Well, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Dear Dumb Bitch. In this episode, we are discussing letting go of attachments to the past and attachments to past versions of ourselves. We're discussing why this is important, why we do it, and how letting go of the past allows us to create the space for the future that we desire. This episode has so much perspective and insight, and I cannot wait for you to hear it. But first, I have something super exciting to tell you. The motherfucking journey is back. This is my signature eight-week mindset and life transformation coaching program and your guide on the journey of self-love and self-discovery to become the next version of you. I am sharing the strategies, lessons, perspectives, tools, and resources with you, and you get to time collapse your personal journey by having the support and guidance to make your dream life a reality. This program includes weekly private coaching sessions, videos, a workbook with activities and journaling prompts, a library of tools and resources, including meditations, mindfulness practices, EFT tapping and breathing exercises, access to every masterclass and workshop from 2023, and so much more. This is such a powerful program, and it is really designed to help you transform the relationship with yourself, which subsequently transforms your life. I will put the link in the show notes so that way you can learn more. Okay, let's move on to today's episode. Hello, I'm Kel, founder of How I Cured My Resting Bitch Face and host of Dear Dumb Bitch. Life gives us all kinds of lessons, and I spent most of my life avoiding and ignoring them until I realized the dream life I thought I was living was actually a nightmare. So I returned my Porsche, left sunny South Florida, and moved across the country to restart my life in the rainy city of Seattle. I decided it was time to start paying attention to my life and actually use these lessons as opportunities for personal growth so I could stop having to face my reality and could start creating my reality. I'm oversharing the lessons I've learned from my past and my everyday life experiences with you here on my podcast, Dear Dumb Bitch, because we all have an inner dumb bitch that could use some perspective shifts and inspiration. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode. I am so excited that you are back, or perhaps it's your first time. If so, then welcome. I am so grateful for you, and I'm grateful for you listening and supporting yourself because I've mentioned before that I view these episodes as self-care and they really are because whenever you take time to commit to yourself and to commit to learning something new or shifting your perspective you are committing to your personal growth journey so yay for that okay let's start with some general life updates and let's catch up 
I am actually recording this episode a little bit earlier than I usually do in the week because I am going on a journey this weekend. I am going on a plant medicine healing ceremony experience and I will be MIA. (laughs) I am going on a journey deep into my subconscious. So I wanted to make sure I had this episode recorded and ready to go. So that way I can just fully, fully enjoy the experience and the integration after. And I don't want to miss a week for you. So I don't think I have mentioned my plant medicine journey before. Um, We'll save that for another episode. (laughs) A little bit of a, a cliffhanger there. Okay, so this past week has actually been kind of annoying because I still have some ties to Washington that I am trying to wrap up and like finalize and it's really challenging to do that from across the world so my tenant moved out i own a condo in washington where i was living before i moved to bali and i initially had decided to rent out my condo for six months and to keep it furnished because i had never been to bali before like i legit decided to move to a country that I had never been to and literally did not know anyone. And I kind of just wanted to keep my options open a little bit, right? Like, I'm like, okay, so let me rent my condo out for six months and then I'll figure it out from there. So I got rid of like 98% of everything that I owned. Like I literally like donated my entire closet and just like threw out so much shit. But I kept some things like my furniture, which was honestly pretty new. I got my furniture in 2019 when I had first moved to Seattle and was basically rebuilding my life. So when I first moved to Washington from Florida after leaving my marriage and literally I had like a suitcase and a dream of a different future for myself, I was living with my sister and i was with her from about like april through november of 2018 and then i got a little apartment in tacoma and it was so special because it was like my my first like place for myself in washington but i didn't have any furniture um my sister let me borrow like one of my it was like my niece or nephew's bed it was literally like a toddler bed but it fit in like my small ass studio apartment And it just worked. And honestly, I was in such survival mode. Like, I didn't even fucking care that I was sleeping on a toddler bed. Like, I was just literally trying to survive life. So much love to that girl and that version of myself. And then I moved to Seattle, which was always, like, um, my destination, right? That's where I wanted to be when I moved to Washington to restart my life. But it was a journey to get there because it's always a fucking journey. So I moved to Washington and... It was, I think it was August of 2019. And that's when I got my furniture. So it was still pretty new. It was stuff that I liked. Um, And then I moved it to my condo in Kirkland when I purchased that in 2021. So yeah, basically I decided to rent it furnished because I wasn't really sure how Bali would work out and if I would want to stay longer. And I just, options are a good thing most of the time deep down my intuition knew right like my intuition knew my highest self knew that i would not 
be returning to Washington, at least not now, um, and that I would be staying in Bali. And your intuition always fucking knows. Uh, So I think deep down, I knew that all along, but I needed time for my mind to catch up. And that happens a lot of the time. Like when you make a decision, like sometimes it takes time for your mind to actually catch up with the new reality that you are creating. So my tenant's lease was up and I needed to hire a property manager and just making all of these arrangements. So I spoke to two property managers and they both said that I needed the, that the condo really should be empty if I'm looking to rent it out more long term because most people have their own furniture, which yes, that's true. Um, so they both suggested that I get rid of the furniture or make arrangements for it, right? And I immediately felt such resistance to getting rid of this furniture. And then it hit me. I needed to let go of my attachment to the past and my past identities. Okay, hear me out. Dear dumb bitch, you can't become who you want to be by remaining who you have been in the past. You stay stuck in the past for as long as you continue to let the past define you. Letting go of what was creates the space for what will be. You can feel sad about letting go of the past and still be excited about your future. Okay, let's overthink this. I want to start this off by discussing the power of perspective because yes, this week has been annoying, right? Like there's been lots of different annoying things I've had to to do. I've had to talk to property managers and uh, cancel the internet and I'm making arrangements with furniture and all the things. And also I live in fucking Bali and I own a condo that I get to rent out. And I do not like, I'm not neglecting the, the, appreciation that I have for that. So, so often it's easy to get really stuck and annoyed or irritated by the little things in life that ultimately are the little things. When you look at the bigger picture of life, like a lot of the the challenges that we have, like when you keep it in perspective, it's, it's not as big as we're making it out to be in our head. Although in the moment it feels very big and it feels very real and let's honor the, the truth in that as well. But the power of perspective changes everything because it allows you to see things from a different point of view and it allows you to appreciate what you do have. And it's not about like disregarding it um, or avoiding emotions. This is not a conversation about toxic positivity, right? Because that's not what we're doing. Although a past version of myself very much played into the the paradigm of toxic positivity right like no it's about honoring where you're at but also using perspective to shift your awareness and see things from different points of view because there's really only two options in life you can change your circumstances and if you can't change your circumstances you can change your perspective of your circumstances and that will change your experience so yes i am well aware that I get to have these problems I and challenges. They're not even really problems. They're just like annoying things to deal with. So I get to live in Bali and I get to figure out these 
challenges and situations that are still keeping me attached to Washington to some degree. So this is really so much more than a conversation about furniture. This is really a conversation about how we hold on to the past and past versions of ourselves. And by we, I mean mostly me, but maybe you too. So let's start this off by discussing why this even matters. Why are we even talking about this? Well, because holding on to the past keeps us stuck as fuck. And the human condition is to hold on to shit. Like it's really, really interesting how that's just part of our conditioning. We hold on to things, both good and bad. We want to remember the good experiences and we want to forget and avoid the the bad experiences and when we avoid them we hold on to them anyway so we're simultaneously holding on to so much from the past and then we limit ourselves and we stay stuck in the past because for as long as we continue to hold on to it in any capacity we're staying stuck there and the past doesn't even really exist. It only exists in our mind and we have a relationship with it, but we hold on to things from the past, both emotionally, energetically, and physically. And that really anchors it in. And we cannot move forward into the future and create a new identity for ourselves when we are continuing to hold attachments to the past and carry baggage from the past. And we do this Like I mentioned, we do this physically, emotionally, and energetically. So for as long as we continue to bring the past with us or have attachments to the past, then we cannot fully step into the future that we desire and create a new identity for ourselves and become the next version of ourselves. So for me in this example, I could actually literally give you a million examples of how I have continued to hold on to the past and not let go of the past because letting go has been one of my greatest life lessons. Like it's something that continuously comes up for me where it's like, oh, here's another opportunity to let go. And I resist and I hold on and I let things go on for longer than they need to because I I resist letting go. And we'll talk more about why we resist letting go in a minute. But in this particular example, it wasn't really about the furniture. So yes, I had the recommendation to get rid of the furniture by get rid of it, sell it, donate it, like whatever it is, like remove it from the condo. And it doesn't make sense to keep it in storage. So I'm like, okay, what are my options? I could sell it. I could donate it. I'll figure it out. But just the thought of like getting rid of this furniture brought up a lot of emotions within me. And I'm actually really proud of that. I'm proud of the fact that I was aware of it because a past version of myself would not have been because I was so disconnected from my emotional body and my body. And I literally had no, like I was avoiding so many emotions that my awareness of my emotions was so limited because I was still carrying so much trauma and unprocessed emotions from the past that I did not let go of. Can you see the common theme here? So the fact that I even had that awareness was massive. And that's really the first step in order to actually be able to understand your life experiences and to be able to learn the lessons that 
life is teaching you is to have that emotional awareness because life is always giving you opportunities to let go of the past. And when you let go, it creates a space to learn the lessons and have new perspective and insight and awareness. And then that's how you continuously evolve in the school of life. But it's without having that emotional awareness, it's really, really challenging to do that. So that's like the first step, being aware of your emotions, because your emotions are always guiding you. They're giving you information. So the fact that I felt that resistance was like, oh, okay, there's something I need to see here. There's something that I need to look at more closely and get curious about. And I recognize that it wasn't really about the furniture, right? Like it wasn't really about getting rid of the furniture, whatever that looked like. It was about what the furniture represented. And a lot of the times when we hold on to things physically, um, it, it's because of what it represents, not because of the actual items itself. So for me, this furniture represented a past version of myself for sure. And it also represented like a backup plan to some degree. It was almost like my safety net. And it represented stability and security with an uncertain future because I am in this really interesting chapter of my life where it's such a transitional period. I made the decision to basically like do a total like redirection yet again and change every aspect of my life, move to a new country, uh, leave my career in real estate to really commit to my dream business where I have programs that help women change what they believe is possible for themselves and to actually transform their life by transforming their relationship with themselves and to use toxic relationships as a catalyst for growth and opportunity. And I have my podcast that you're listening to now and I am a speaker and a writer, but all of these things take time. So I am all in, like I am energetically available for it, but it still takes time for it to catch up. And ultimately the future is never certain. Like I literally have no idea what my life will look like next year, right? Like, I don't know where I'm going to be living. I don't know what my business will be like. I don't know what my book will be like. Well, I do know what my book will be like to some degree because I fucking wrote it, but you get what I'm saying. Like I'm literally just creating my life as I go, which is so exciting, right? Because there's so much possibility, but it's also exists in the place of the unknown. And whenever there is unknown, there's some degree of uncertainty. So they both simultaneously exist, the uncertainty and the possibility, but that's duality and you experience both. And it's this constant pivot of choosing to focus on the possibility rather than the uncertainty because you have to step into an unknown future if you are going to create a future that looks any different from your past and that's beautiful and that's exciting but for someone who has a pattern of trying to control and micromanage life and just loves that artificial sense of stability and security that control provides it's challenging and it's teaching me a lot about myself. Like this is very much my journey of surrender, of letting go of that artificial sense of control that we think we have on life because yeah, we can have a plan and think we have everything all figured out, but 
there's always a plan much greater than our own. And it's choosing to trust that and allow it to unfold that life gets to be really fucking magical. But in order to step into the unknown and fully embrace the possibility that the future has to offer you, you have to let go of the past because you can't fully commit to your future when you're holding on to the past. And this is also what the furniture represented for me, like that artificial sense of safety and security, right? Like I could, I could always go back to Washington. I could always just go back to my condo and my furniture is waiting for me right there. It's like that safety net, but Sometimes having a safety net limits how far you're able to leap and soar in life. And the furniture also represented to some degree a past version of myself because I got it when I was rebuilding my life. And that was a very, very pivotal point in my life. I'm also at another pivotal point in my life. I think there's always pivotal points in life when you allow yourself to fucking pivot. But The furniture also represented like freedom to some capacity, except the ironic part is that being attached to things is the opposite of freedom. So as all of this was coming up within me, and this is really the importance of self-awareness and introspection and having that connection with yourself, because whatever you are experiencing in life, like there's the perspective of it from your external reality and their perspective from your internal reality. And without looking at what's happening inside of you, you miss out on so much. And that's how you grow. That's how you evolve. That's how you connect with your intuition and your highest self. And that's ultimately how you use the life experiences that you have to evolve as a human and to become that next level of yourself. So when all of this was unfolding, I really took some time to reflect on all of it and notice what it was bringing up. And of course, I asked myself my favorite question, which is, why am I like this? But from a place of curiosity, this is a question I used to ask myself all the time um, as past versions of myself, but it was always from a place of like, judgment and criticism and shame like uh why am i like this in regards to the patterns and actions and behaviors and choices i was making and now i ask myself that question all the time but from a place of curiosity and understanding because the more that you understand yourself the more that you understand your patterns and your actions or lack thereof and the choices that you make and your thoughts and everything that you're experiencing, your emotions, the more that you can understand what they're about, the more you can peel back the layers of all that you're not to become more of what you are. So the mind loves certainty. So of course, it makes sense that we want to hold on to things from the past because it's certain. The past is certain. We know what the past looks like. And it creates this artificial sense of stability because we can hold on to it and we think it's keeping us safe but really it's keeping us stuck because it's coming from a place of ego and from the ego's perspective keeping you stuck is keeping you safe and 
that's not the life I want to live. And I don't think that's the life that you want to live either. I'm just going to put it out there. Like you don't want to stay stuck in the past. Like you don't want to stay in the artificial safety of your comfort zone. You don't like all of the magic and beauty that life has to offer is outside of the box that you force yourself to fit in. And you have to be willing to let go of the past in order to step out of that box that you've been stuck in. So holding on gives us that artificial sense of control, but it's artificial, it's an illusion, and ultimately it limits the fuck out of us and it keeps us stuck. And it also keeps us attached to past versions of ourselves. And we use the past to create our identity rather than intentionally creating our identity most of the time. I want to say that again because it's really important to understand. So often in life, we used the past and experiences that we've had in the past and who we've been in the past to continue to define our identity rather than choosing and intentionally creating who we want to be and who we want to become. So you got to stop using the past to define yourself if you want to create a new identity and become the next version of yourself. And if you listened to last week's episode, then you would know that creating a new identity for yourself isn't about becoming somebody else. It's really about unbecoming all that you're not. Like that's the becoming process. It's really unbecoming. It's unlearning all that you're not so that you can actually learn who you really are. It's about letting go of all that you're not so that you can return to the truth of all that you are. Another reason that we hold on to the past is so that we can avoid the emotions that we would have to feel and experience in order to fully release it. Emotions are oftentimes like glue and they keep things stuck and we try to avoid them because they don't necessarily feel good right like there are no good or bad emotions emotions are neutral it's just our perspective of them that gives them meaning but some are more preferable than others right like if we had to create a hierarchy we might say we would rather feel joy and love and bliss over emotions like anger and sadness and shame but ultimately it's just energy that's all emotions are and so often we continue to hold on to the past because it allows us to avoid the feelings we do not want to feel so that way we can not experience the discomfort in the moment of actually releasing them which is interesting because then we end up being more uncomfortable and having more discomfort in life because the emotions that we hold on to then create energetic and emotional disturbances and blocks and then we do all kinds of weird shit to like protect ourselves from the things that we're carrying and life gets really heavy life gets really heavy when you continue to carry the past with you and you continue to hold on to everything that you're holding on to and it gets exhausting from trying to hide from yourself and your emotions which are essentially the things that we're doing by 
keeping ourselves attached to the past. So letting go is never really about the thing, but what the thing represents and the emotions that are going to be attached with it. And it's interesting because as exciting as it is to be in this new chapter of my life with so much possibility, right? Like literally it's all possible for you, for me, for all of us. The only limitations are the ones that we create and what we are holding on to from the past. So as exciting it is to be in this chapter and to be making changes in life, like there's also an ending that's associated with it, right? Because every beginning is simultaneously an ending. So I would be lying if I said there wasn't a little bit of sadness associated with really closing out this Washington chapter in my life because I don't know if I will ever live in Washington again. And as I mentioned, that's because I don't know what my future looks like, right? But when I think about the vision that I have for my life, I don't see myself living in that condo again. I don't. I can see it being an investment property like it is right now, but it's it's really hard to just see myself living there again. But I also don't really know where I will be living, which is where that degree of uncertainty comes in. And like, I love that chapter in my life. Like it was part of what made me who I am today and just rebuilding my life in so many ways. Now, would I want to go back to the past? (laughs) No fucking way. But it's also kind of sad to let it go. And you get to be sad about letting go of the past. And you also get to feel excited about the future. Like emotions can coexist and it can kind of be like a mind fuck when it's like, yeah, but I'm a little bit sad about this, but I'm excited about this. And maybe I should just be grateful about that. And it's like, yes, all of that is true, but just be open to all of it and allow yourself to feel all of it. But for me, I realized that holding on to this Washington chapter of my life to any capacity, right? Like I I still have my condo. I'm not getting rid of my condo because that is an investment for me at this point. But, you know, holding on to the possibility, well, maybe I'll just go back there. But it was really that was the holding on that was blocking me from fully showing up emotionally and energetically in this new chapter. And that's another one of the reasons why holding on to the past is really blocking you from the future that you desire because if you're holding on to the past then you don't have the space for the future that you want and everything that you desire to actually enter your life like think about a closet and you have a closet packed full of shit and it might be clothing or whatever it is like whatever you have in your closet we're speaking metaphorically here but if you want new things then there's no room for it. You literally have to like take shit out of the closet in order to make room for the new things that you desire. But what happens most of the time is we don't get rid of the shit from the past. We don't like empty out our closet and we just try to pack more things in and then we don't even 
know what we have and it's hard to find things and things are getting all wrinkled and we can't even use what we have and then there's no room and that's metaphorically what happens when we don't let go of the past so it's in the letting go that you create the space for what will be and i really invite you to get curious about what you need to let go of what are you holding on to from the past how are you keeping yourself attached to the past and past versions of yourself and how is that blocking you from actually stepping into the future that you desire and fully committing to it and becoming that next version of yourself now i also want to give you some updates with the furniture saga because i'm sure you're very invested at this point in regards to what did I decide to do with the furniture in the condo. Now, I considered all kinds of options because that's what my, my mind loves to do. And maybe your mind too, because your mind's job is to solve problems. And it's always going to be looking for problems in your life so that way it can solve it. And it's going to analyze and do all the things. So in my mind, this was a problem. I need to solve it. So I found all kinds of options and considered all of them. The first was selling it, like selling the furniture, not selling my mind. Although sometimes I would like to sell my mind because it can be really annoying sometimes. But whenever your mind is annoying the shit out of you, that's when you just need to surrender and accept it. But I considered selling the furniture, which I quickly realized was going to be very challenging logistically when you literally live on the other side of the world, right? Like the furniture is in a condo in Washington in many different, like a very different time zone. Like there's multiple time zones in between and I'm across the world. I'm like, okay, that's not going to be the most feasible option. Could I have done it? Of course, right? Like, of course I could have figured it out, but honestly, selling furniture just wasn't really what I was interested in giving my energy to. And then the other option was I could have it moved to my parents' house. My parents have a house in Washington. Um, they still live in Florida most of the time, but they also have a house in Washington. And I'm like, okay, could I move it to my parents' house and maybe sell it later or maybe use it later? And I'm like, I don't even know if I'm ever going to be in Washington again. And looking at the cost of movers and like it just doesn't even make sense like it just doesn't make sense to be continuing to invest into my past to keep things from the past and to hold on to it so I just decided to leave the furniture after all that after all that after all the inner conflict and turmoil of releasing the furniture and letting go of it I just decided to leave it and if my dream tenant that I am manifesting wants to rent it with some furniture, then awesome. And if not, then I'm going to donate it and let that be it. I will give it to another family who could love it and enjoy it as much as I did. And I am creating the space for new furniture in my life and new things and new possibilities. And I'll tell you what, as soon as I made the decision, I felt so much lighter, which is interesting because in reality, nothing changed, right? Like literally nothing changed. But as soon as I made the decision and had that clarity, it just felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders. And I'm like, oh yeah, that makes sense. That's what's happening. 
And that's the power of actually closing the loops in your life, right? Like so often we have so many open loops in our life where it's like, we need to do this. We need to decide that. And it's very, very draining to have so many essentially like open tabs that are taking up space in your mind and they just drains your energy. And whatever's draining your energy is blocking you from actually using that energy to towards things that you desire in life and to create your life and to preserving that energy for other things. So there's a lot of power in closing loops and also in letting go. And I just want to remind you that you get to decide who you want to be in life. Like you are under no obligation to be who you were in the past. And I discussed that in great detail in last week's episode. So if you haven't listened to that, then go check it out. But Ultimately, you cannot decide who you want to be and step into that version of yourself when you are using the past to define you. And we allow the past to continue to define us based on our attachments, based on who we used to be, and also based on our subconscious programming and our belief system and our mindset. Now, we cover how to shift identities and create new beliefs and let go of the past amongst many other things in the motherfucking journey, which is my signature mindset and life transformation coaching program. This is such a powerful program because not only is it giving you all of the tools and resources and strategies and paradigm shifts that you need to actually make the changes that you want to make into your life in your life and become the next version of yourself and close the gap between where you are and where you want to be but it also has one-on-one coaching so that way you have additional support and accountability and it is just such a powerful powerful program the women that completed the first round had so many beautiful shifts and it's really giving you the tools and resources that you need to use on the motherfucking journey of life. So it's building out your toolkits that you get to use forever. It's such an amazing program and I am so excited that it is back again. I will put the link in the show notes for the application so that way you can apply and learn more. Okay, let's wrap this up. I want to leave you with some journal prompts so you can reflect on some of the topics that we discussed in today's episode. Dear dumb bitch, how are you using the past to define yourself? How are you still attached to the past? How is this attachment to the past blocking you from committing to your future. What do you get to avoid for as long as you hold on to the past? We did it. We made it to the end. As always, I appreciate you sticking with me and listening. If you loved this episode, then it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a friend or two or eight. It would also be super awesome if you take a screenshot and share it on social media and make sure you tag me so I can personally thank you. 
The best way to support me and the podcast is to leave a review because apparently the podcast platforms really care about that and that's how I can share my message with more amazing people like you. I have some additional resources for you in the show notes, including journaling prompts, a five-step guide to get over a toxic ex, a self-love love language quiz, my contact info, and way more. So go check that out too. Okay, I am done being bossy and I am so grateful to be on this journey with you. And until next time, I love you bitches so much. Now go love yourself and have the most beautiful day.